This is alongside by Ine Coaching, helping your family, the classroom, and your business in the journey toward legacy-minded servant leadership. Hello, listeners. We're back again with another uh, one of our podcasts in our series for professional development. Today, I'm with a good friend of mine. I'm with Dr. Johnny Marshall, who is the assistant principal at Valdosta Early College Academy here in Valdosta, Georgia. Hello, Johnny. Hello, Elton, and hello, listeners today. All right. So, um, you know, we, we had the, the, a chance to chat a little bit before you started this. We cheated. We talked a little bit before. <laughs> yes, but, we did. Uh, but I don't feel like we got too far into your, your interview questions that I prepared. And I'm also excited about where the conversation goes. That's, you know, that, that unexpected path we may take today, which is um, definitely part of navigating the leadership journey. So um, are you ready? I am ready. Let's go. All right, let's begin. Well, um, I've been asking everyone, and I don't know if you knew this, but our first interview was with, was with Dr. Zachary. Oh, wow. Yeah, Dr. Ron Zachary. Awesome. You can, you can go back and check out that podcast on our, on our website. Dr. Zachary was the first person that I met who I felt like had sort of a vision or maybe could give some guiding steps for the early steps of our, our business doing ENA coaching. Mm -hmm. And um, he told me two names of people that I needed to go see with this idea of connecting with schools. Dr. Brian Gerber, Absolutely. check out that podcast as well. Yes. And Dr. Johnny Marshall, who was not doctor back then. You were kind of a new assistant principal and teaching class a lot and, and working on staff. So um, so that was, that was, I just want you to know you were an, an early part of this whole journey. Did you know that? I did not know oh, that. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. One of two names, that is. Wow. So now I want to reflect back to you just with some of our questions. Um, what were some of your early career dreams or ideas for yourself? So Elton, I must say that at an early age, I knew that I wanted to go into education. Hmm. Um, I recall very vividly... Uh, I used to stay a lot at my grandparents' house, and so my sister... My cousin and I, we would play school on Saturdays. <laughs> and um, of course, at first, we were all teachers, and then someone had to be promoted. <laughs> and so who better to be promoted was me. And so we would play, we would play um, school. <laughs> and, you know, my grandfather, uh, before he passed, one of the stories that he always used to tell was the story of how he and I went to Harvey's and... Instead of me getting out of the car, I stayed inside the car because I needed to prep for the teachers on what they need to do. And those teachers are my sister and my cousin. <laughs> and he tells that story until he passed. I mean, wow. that was the one story that I vivid, vividly remember him telling. And, and so, you know, at an early age, I knew that education was going to be my calling. And, and so That's fast forward 20 years and I'm here, so... Well, do you do you have a story like that about your early days as an education leader? Once you did get into that career, anything that really felt like it connected you to your early dreams? I will say just having the opportunity to impact students over a long period of time. And mm -hmm. so when I think about you know just people in my own family, although they were not necessarily educators, they were still teachers in my opinion. They were modeling the way of how I should go in regards to 
more responsibilities, but also being that go-getter. And so just being able to have that impact and, and be able to influence students for seven plus years, mm -hmm. that really just brought me back to my early years as a kid growing up and saying, oh, wow, now here they are getting ready to go into the real world and, and be a, a, a productive citizen. And so um, oftentimes I'm reminded of that at our early college ceremonies mm -hmm. when we get an opportunity to celebrate our students who are now graduating high school with college credits and, and moving on to that next level and, and reminiscing over the videos and the pictures and them being able to share their experience of how how the students and the teachers and even the administrators really impacted them over those years. And so it always reminds me of myself when I was in their shoes or yeah. even when I was a little kid just growing up. And so, yeah, that's amazing. I get to have that cool experience once a year uh, when we do that whole ceremony and we <laughs> reminisce their experience for the last seven years. Awesome. Now, um, some of our listeners might not be familiar with the format for Valdosta Early College Academy. So can you kind of summarize what that school is all about? Absolutely. So Valdosta Early College Academy is um, a program within Valdosta City Schools in partnership with Valdosta State University. The whole purpose of the program is to accelerate students and prepare them for the early college experience. For us, that's as a 10th grader. Um, early colleges all across the nation, there's about 280 plus and uh, with early colleges, they target students who are underrepresented in your college setting. So students who come from low socioeconomic status, um, youth of color, um, you bring those students in who potentially may fall through the cracks in a normal traditional setting. You provide them with a lot of support and care with the expectations of them starting college as a 10th grader and potentially graduating high school with 60 credit hours. That's that's fantastic. And um Roughly how many students have, have graduated and are in that college setting now? So we've had a total of about five classes to graduate. So um, if, I, if my numbers are correctly, over 100, close wow. to 100 students who have graduated their early college with us and, and are now either in college or in the military um, or in some type of career. Yeah. Well, um, for any of you listeners that aren't, aren't familiar with Valdosta Early College Academy, I really encourage you to take a closer look and um, see how you know your your company, your organization can partner with the school and help increase the results there because they're doing fantastic things. Um, is there anything, just switching gears a little bit, okay. is there anything that you remember or that you, you think back to that you learned in school that surprised you about how useful it was when you became an adult? Maybe in school you said, oh, man, how does this, how does this fit into the, the real world, the real picture? So and, then, and then as a grown-up, you found out it did. So I will say the whole collaboration piece. Hmm. Now, for me, I've always been a type of person, especially coming through school, where I, I definitely collaborate, collaborated with peers, but I always like to work by myself, too. Mm -hmm. And teachers always emphasize it's important that everyone works together. Yeah, we're a team. We need to collaborate. And so, of course, whenever you're working in a school or when you're working in a business, when you're working in a family, collaboration is definitely key. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I can remember uh, instances in middle school where 
I just told the teacher, you know what? I prefer to work by myself for my science fair project. I, I work by myself. And he was like, Johnny, one day you're going to have to work with others. Right. And, and they're correct. You know, in order for us to really capitalize on, on the great things we can do as humans, we got to collaborate. We must work together. We must have stakeholders at the table um, for a worthy goal, as you guys in NA, co NA coaching like to say. And so um, that really became uh, very apparent to me when I got in, in college and high school, as well as my career. Um, you must depend on others um, in order to, to, to reach that worthy goal. Yeah, we thank you for mentioning that. Um, and we, our company, truly appreciates you and Dr. McKinney Absolutely. just inviting us in to be a part of sharing our curriculum with your up and coming leaders in the Absolutely. leadership group that we help at the campus. And collaboration, I like what you said about that and that, that that's something that kind of stuck out for you because um, the way d we define that in our professional development is that you're, you're purposefully looking at the gifts and skills that other people bring to the table. That's right. And it gets you from this, takes you out of this attitude of, all right, I have to work with people in the future, so let me work with these guys, to really looking at them and saying, man, this person's talented. Absolutely. But they really have some value that I probably wouldn't have taken time to notice before, and I want to learn from them, and I want to pull from their experience and their talent, and I want to share mine with them. And it, it just takes the view to a different place. It know? truly does. I mean, you're bringing all of this creativity mm -hmm. um, and these strengths. I think about um, the Cliff Strengths Finders. Mm -hmm. um, you're bringing all of these different strengths into a scenario to really get to that next level um, and, and really accomplish whatever it is that the company, the organization, the school, the family wants to accomplish. So yeah. most definitely, most definitely. Um, looking back to Dr. Zachariah's podcast, he talks about um, innovation and the, the creative process when it comes to leadership. Um, do you view innovation and creative thinking as teachable skills, like skills that can be taught in schools? And if so, how? Most definitely. I, I truly believe that innovation and creativity are teachable skills. I believe in order for those skills within individuals, because I believe every individual has creativity and they have the mindset to be innovative. It has to be the culture, uh, the makeup. When I say makeup, I'm just talking about the belief systems within an organization has to be um, cultivated in order for those skills to be taught. Um, I think that, you know, organizations that really have visionary leaders, mm -hmm. Uh, transformational leaders who really can find that greatness in and and people working on their team to 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 teach those skills is definitely able to happen. Um, and specifically in a classroom, you know, the teacher has that opportunity to create learning experiences where students are able to think on their own. So they be able to critically think. I think about the four C's of a 21st century classroom. Hmm of collaboration, communication, critical thinking, and creativity. You know, teachers have that ability to create that environment where they have a task for students to 
complete or, or skill, but that student has that student choice to be able to show the mastery for that skill, whether it be through creating a podcast, whether it be through creating a video. And so I think that we can teach those skills if we allow kids to think outside of the box. We can give them the skeleton, mm -hmm. but we'll allow them to just really put on that skeleton, whatever it is they want to do, as long as they have that, that foundation piece. I love it. Hi listeners, if you like what you're hearing today, just want to let you know we've got more for you. You can listen to more messages just like this one where we speak with leaders about legacy-minded servant leadership right at our website, which is enaycoaching.com. That's E-N-A-Y coaching.com. Uh, you can also download free resources such as coaching guides for parents, classroom guides for teachers, and professional development guides for business or organization leaders. And again, you can visit enacoaching.com to get it all. If you become a subscriber, we'll donate to education support for local Georgia education programs, including one that's near and dear to our heart, which is education support for youth in foster care. So if you'd like to increase your impact in your circle of influence with our professional development resources, and at the same time, make a huge impact for local youth. Go to our website today and become a subscriber. It's enacoaching.com. Thank you. Does any story come to mind? Any story or uh, experience come to mind on how the VECA environment has fostered innovation and creativity as leadership skills? Were you seeing, you know, giving someone the opportunity to have an open-ended question run with it on their own, and you saw them emerge as a leader? Absolutely, and this is going to be ironic because, you know, one of the things about VEC is that we we partner with Belarus State University, and we also partner with other community organizations. And one in particular I'm thinking of is NA Coaching, you know, us bringing you guys in to, to teach our kids about leadership skills and to be able to teach those leadership skills in creative ways have created opportunities for students to come back to us as administrators and teachers to be able to say, hey, we want to do this. And so we can always go back to some of those skills that we that you guys were able to teach them about, okay, what's the worthy goal? What do you need? What are those various steps you need to undertake in order to accomplish this worthy goal? Mm -hmm. You know, with our VECA United Leadership Group, um, you know, they're currently working on creating their own book. And that book is going to talk about different ways to, to be a great leader. And so by doing that, you know, they're able to not only share with the VECA community what they're doing, but they're also able to share globally. You know, through our one-to-one -one iPad initiative, I think that that has created an opportunity for um, teachers and students to be very innovative and creative. And in doing so, not only are they showcasing their learning through ways that were once upon a time inconceivable. Mm -hmm. and, and when I say that, I'm talking about, you know, creating a podcast right there in the classroom. Yeah. Global um, reach. Clarity. And now that's globally, yeah. they're impacting <laughs> students globally yeah. or being able to create a multi-touch book about concepts they learned in class mm -hmm. and to share that with another school in uh, New York. We were able to do that this past wow. year with some of our sixth graders. They created a uh, a, a pages document, a book 
and then we shared it uh, with the school in New York and we uh, FaceTimed them and so they were able to share their different pieces you know we weren't able to do that back in the days we did yeah. pen pals exactly you, know? <laughs> you wrote a letter to a person they sent you a picture and then you sent it back it yeah. took how long maybe two three weeks before you could get a response now we can instantaneously share our products with the world yeah. and and that just creates more innovation and more creativity mm. you know and maybe more responsibility to have quality content absolutely you know to really think about the message we send out there because it can our, our little private thoughts can be shared with thousands to millions of people immediately so mm -hmm. how much more responsibility to think about what we share and through that i mean when i think about that taking it to the next level creating that change agent you know there's a scenario that happens and now students create a video that might showcase the effects of bullying or mm -hmm. might showcase the importance of wow, robotics or whatnot and now they can share that and now that inspires another kid and now there's a chain reaction absolutely um and and, and we couldn't do that previously you know and but now we have the ability to do that in our classrooms and and in our schools mm -hmm. so is there anything that the community our local community can do to help um increase creativity and innovation the resources that are available in the school like Becca I think that our community is doing a really good job of um, being community partners of excellence so to speak hmm. but always of course there's room for improvement and so I'll say to any business um, whatever skills you have that you could easily pour into a school uh, and not only Becca, any school within um, the two school systems we have within this community, by all means do so because that creates an opportunity for kids to learn business skills, but it also creates that, that collaboration piece mm -hmm. um, and, it, and it creates an opportunity for uh, students to learn skills that they might not necessarily learn in the classroom. So, you know, whatever it is, if it's a uh, a mini lesson or whether it's a company is you know doing a project and 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 they want a group of kids to be a part of that project be a part of that process just little things like that you know mm -hmm. um, goes a long way and, and it and it just really connects community to school and it shows kids what life and careers can be like in the long run mm -hmm. um that leads me to think about the issue of opportunities here in our local community, here in the Valdosta, Lowndes County area. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, we, we've, we're both involved in some initiatives in town here that deal with workforce development mm -hmm. and, and that kind of thing. So we talk about this all the time and uh, you know, there are so many students that come here, maybe they come from Atlanta to come to Valdosta State University mm -hmm. or, or one of the technical colleges or something. But um, there are also kids that grow up here extremely talented, extremely bright. And there's an assumption that for my best opportunity to be successful, I have to leave here. I have mm -hmm. to go to Atlanta, I got, got to go to Jacksonville or beyond, you know, got to go somewhere outside of our town. Do you feel like there are hidden opportunities for people, highly talented, highly skilled people to, to stay here if they feel called to stay here and, and to have those, those, the kind of work that's rewarding for them? Absolutely. I think it just depends on that individual. You know, if that individual feels as if he or she 
is called to stay in the community. Um, I know for a fact that there are opportunities for those students to, to, to have a career in which they could thrive here in, in, in the Valdosta Lounge community. I'm pretty sure there are companies out there who are looking for engineers, who are looking for chemists, who are looking for um, all different types of, of, of talents. Um, and I just think that maybe we can share more through newspapers, through, through Facebook, by partnering with schools to share with students that, hey, if you want to stay here in Valdosta, we have a, have a job for you. And that could lead to opportunities of shadowing in high school, which leads to internships during college. And then they could be hired as soon as they attain their degree. Mm -hmm. You know, for some kids, it might be that they want to go out and learn something new, you know, from another institution or from another community. And, and once they gather that, that, that knowledge, they may want to come back to the community and, and give back. And so I think it just depends on the individual and what he or she wants to accomplish and wants to do. But, but I do definitely see, you know, Valdosta, Lowndes County area as being a, a place of opportunities mm -hmm. for, for, for kids. Um, you have the designation Apple Distinguished Educator, right? Can yes. you explain a little bit about what that is? So the Apple Distinguished Educator program was started in 1994. Um, it's a part of Apple. And so what it does is it brings um, innovative teachers who use Apple technologies in their schools and their communities together uh, as a global network so that we can continuously uh, cultivate our creativeness with, with, with iPad, with the iPhone, with Apple technologies and with technologies in general. And so it's very unique. Um, we have over 2,000 ADEs and we meet um, yearly at an institute during the summer and, and during those institutes we, we have various projects that we collaborate on and then throughout the year we have various projects that we collaborate on as well. And it's just a really great community that allows us to throw those different ideas off of one another mm -hmm. and when there's an issue we may that may arise in a school or if we're trying to create something or we're trying to figure out something, we can always go to our online community or we have a lot of group meets. I think I'm a part of like seven or eight different <laughs> chats with ADEs. Mm -hmm. We just throw those ideas out there and, and, and you have a slew of individuals who give solutions. And so, you know, the ADE community is just a phenomenal professional development slash learning opportunity for those individuals who are selected to be a part of it. And and by being so, since 2015, I've been able to take what I've learned from our AD institutes um, and, and bring those back to our school. And, mm -hmm. and like I stated, it's a global network. So mm -hmm. when we have on the even years, so the even years we have global institutes. And so mm -hmm. ADEs come together from all over the world. Wow. That is the most phenomenal experience that I <laughs> in regards to professional development that I've ever experienced. Um, in 2016, it was in Berlin, Germany. Wow. And then in 2018, it was in the United States. And so literally, I have ADE buddies who are in Japan, who are in China, who are in South America, wow. uh, Dubai, 
Australia. And in 2016, we were able to create um, a professional development group. So you have all of these various cultures, these identities, these um, different experiences coming together to create a, a product that can be shared globally with, mm. with um, the world. So I love my ADE family. You know, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. awesome. It, it truly is. And so yeah. that sounds like um, that sounds like something that, you know, going back to our question about the opportunities that people feel like are available here. Absolutely. You know, when when you have a doorway to the global village, if you want to say, yes. you know, through programs like like what you, you know, your designation, um, and I'm sure there's other companies that do you know, similar things where th there doesn't have to be the sense of I have to escape in order to get a broader sense of what's going on and see how I can serve. Mm -hmm. It's kind of coming to us Absolutely. in a way. And um, I hope that perhaps that's a way that people who have what we consider to be the core essence of leadership, which is to serve. That's right. And, you know, skills are important, but the legacy minded servant leader mindset is most important. And there are certain foundational uh, character attributes that are most important that you, you, you stack the skills on top of. So if anyone, I feel like with what you just shared, if someone has a heart to serve, um, access to information and opportunities and Readily experiences, it, it's here. As and it, it sounds is. like Becca is just uh, just sort of a, a, a cultivating, uh, like, a, like a petri dish for these things to just grow. Hi, listeners. If you like what you're hearing today, just want to let you know we've got more for you. You can listen to more messages just like this one, where we speak with leaders about legacy-minded servant leadership right at our website, which is enaycoaching.com. That's E-N-A-Y coaching.com. Uh, you can also download free resources such as coaching guides for parents, classroom guides for teachers, and professional development guides for business or organization leaders. And again, you can visit enaycoaching.com to get it all. If you become a subscriber, we'll donate to education support for local Georgia education programs, including one that's near and dear to our heart, which is education support for youth in foster care. So if you'd like to increase your impact in your circle of influence with our professional development resources, and at the same time, make a huge impact for local youth, go to our website today and become a subscriber. It's enacoaching.com. Thank you. Thank you.